Hi everybody and welcome to the HS Health Tech Podcast where we talk about everything healthcare and technology. I'm your host, James Somaru, and this is your weekly Sunday session. So it looks like we're around two weeks behind Italy from the numbers, which is quite scary. And obviously what I'm talking about is the COVID-19 pandemic. There was an article in the HSJ I, sh- I saw this week saying that ITUs are already filling up and starting to divert their patients. I think Northwick Park was one of the one of the first ones to do that. And so out there in the public, most people seem to be trying their best to help flatten the curve, so to speak. And I guess in health tech, companies are changing the way they work too. I've seen a lot of companies giving advice to each other. I've seen a lot doing partnerships. I've seen new ways of working. I've seen lots of different technologies. So AI, machine learning, telemedicine. I've seen workforce changes too. So lots of things changing in this climate. And I think this week, uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you a few things going on. Uh, And I'm going to put all the links to everything that I mention in the show notes. So One of the first things that I want to mention here is something called the Coronavirus Tech Handbook, which is an open Google document that anybody can open and access and indeed edit. And that is providing a space for technologists, civic organizations, public and private institutions, researchers, specialists of all kinds to collaborate on what is a pretty much a rapid and sophisticated response to the coronavirus outbreak and all of its subsequent impacts. So it's a really quickly evolving resource. It's got thousands of active expert contributors and you can find it at coronavirustechhandbook.com. And I've had a look through it and there's loads of loads of interesting stuff on there. So there's data visualizations, there's links to remote working solutions, there's even links to data sets on Kaggle. So remember that website that Valentin Tablan from ISO Digital Health mentioned? Yeah, Kaggle. So even has data sets on there for people to uh, look at and start analyzing. So yeah, this handbook's got all sorts of incredible resources. So definitely check that out. Uh, Next up, so Ania Beverly, who is an anaesthetics trainee in the London Deanery, sent me an email about something called Oxvent, so O-X-V-E-N-T. That's an open source collaboration of scientists, clinicians and manufacturers. They built a prototype for a rapid and mass manufactured ventilator for COVID-19 patients. And that's for use when conventional ventilator capacity is exhausted. Obviously, we're super close to that. And in fact, Obviously, some organizations are experiencing that right now. Um, I even saw something from Imperial College that they're looking to double their capacity of ITU and things. So it sounds like this could be something of uh, extreme importance at some point during this pandemic. So what they say is that with engineering, electronics, expertise, industry support, they've got government liaison and financial backing. It's now highly likely that this project will reach fruition. The prototype is designed in compliance with MHRA specifications and will undergo testing and peer review by other university teams prior to mass manufacture through industry ventilator partners. We welcome the fact that other universities are working towards the same goal and may contribute to the prototype that's ultimately taken forward. So 
the team and all of their progress can be viewed at oxvent.org so o-x-v-e-n-t dot org and you can get a nearer uh, uh, an air beverly so a-n-a-i-r dot beverly at new dot ox dot ac dot uk i'll put all the links to that in the description of the episode so if you think that's a project that you can contribute to if you're interested to learn more then by all means get in touch with an so on to a couple of health tech startups and a few extra bits that i've seen this week that people are up to to help so one of our previous podcast guests max parmentier the founder and ceo of age tech startup birdie so birdies are doing a few things so excuse me so uh they are providing their care providers with a 24 7 hotline to guide and reassure them they're enabling professional carers to provide infection monitoring and support during isolation they're providing their solution completely for free to providers they're providing remote home monitoring solutions at cost for older adults who are self-isolating so they're doing loads of interesting stuff so i'm going to put a link to a blog from birdie in the description of this episode so if you are a care provider then i strongly encourage you to get in touch with birdie Uh, a couple of other things so Dr. Doctor have said this, which I saw on Twitter. Uh, Hospitals have told us that one of their biggest challenges right now is getting information to patients. I can imagine that that is chaos. And to help, uh, we've built a broadcast message tool, which is available for free to any trust that needs it. To learn more, drdoctor.co.uk forward slash COVID dash 19. Again, I'll put the link in the description of this episode. So if you are a hospital and you are struggling to get information to patients, which I can imagine is extremely difficult to do right now, then that is a free tool that you can use. Um, after last week's audio from Febris, if you remember that, so Febris AI machine learning platform for respiratory disease, they've got a, a solution that can be used out in the community. So again, I saw on Twitter that they're having exciting conversations with Care City to fight COVID-19 and help triage, diagnose and remotely monitor pneumonia patients in the community. And I'll put another link that you can check that out on there uh, in the description of the episode. So if you are a CCG or a regional organisation like Care City that wants to learn more about triaging, diagnosing and remotely monitoring respiratory patients in the community, then by all means get in touch with Febris. And thank you to everyone who sent in audio clips. For those that did, my advice, get it transcribed, put it on your website as a blog and chop it up and queue it up on Buffer or Hootsuite, whatever you use for your social media for the week or two weeks, so that everyone who needs to hear those messages has a chance to hear them. And so I've picked out a couple here for everybody listening that I think will bring quite a lot of value. So the first one is Tobias, the founder of iPlato. So have a listen to what Tobias and iPlato are up to. I'm uh, Tobias Alpston. I'm the founder and CEO of iPlato. And uh, James put it to us a question, and that was how we can help uh, GP practices uh, fight the uh, coronavirus or deal with the coronavirus challenge. And and it comes in three steps, really, Um, using the MyGP platform, um, which is uh, now used by 1.6 million people in the UK. Uh, You can do three things. Um, The first one, as a practice, you will want to reach out to to people at risk, um, which is the same groups that uh, that you will go for uh, when you talk uh, when you do flu so we want to have an outbound campaign 
uh, engaging, providing advice and guidance, um, checking up on people. And uh, we uh, process almost one million messages of this nature a day, and I'm sure we can fit in some more. Uh, the second thing you'll want to do is that you want to go digital and you want to see as many of your patients online as possible. So here you have a, a, a remote consultation piece uh, behind the behind the MyGP facade, which allows you as a practice to to do uh, to message people based on, on their symptoms and guide them that way uh, to uh, do voice, so a normal phone call within the app and also video so you can see people and check up on that way. So you can go digital uh, in a really pragmatic way quickly. And uh, we are now rolling out this particular capability to over 300 practices. So again, we'd like to uh, help more. And the third thing, uh, one of your patients or several uh, have the symptoms. You don't necessarily want them to wait around for you to see them. And uh, so we have a chatbot called PreGP, uh, where you can, uh, which is basically pre-programmed. So if somebody enters uh, an appointment reason saying fever, uh, <laughs> there is an easy signpost to 111 online. And uh, that a type of signposting we're we're having uh, uh, about a hundred thousand people a day uh, seeing these things so so we really are keen to help um, and uh, we're looking forward to, uh, to to more practices joining our program so head over to the description of the episode to check out iPlato next up is Ash Calraya from MediShout which is one of the latest NHS innovation accelerator companies and here's what Ash had to say James, thanks very much for having me and everyone, thanks for your time. I'm going to tell you about a platform called MediShout, which is being used by hospitals to manage their response to coronavirus. Just some background to myself. My name is Ash. I'm an orthopaedic surgeon by trade and I'm on the NHS Innovation Accelerator. I founded MediShout quite a few years ago as my pet peeve was when logistical problems stopped me from helping my patients. For example, if my computers weren't working, the printers weren't working, I was running to other wards to get the right stock or my medical equipment wasn't there when I needed it. And we solved that problem by providing apps for staff to report issues, by collecting data on the key problems hospitals need to resolve and using artificial intelligence to predict problems in advance. What we've done now is we've adapted our platform to allow hospital staff to report any coronavirus problem. So that could be you don't have enough PPE, you need more face masks, you're worried there isn't enough stock, an area needs a deep clean, or any logistical issue that's going to arise that you need to report to the management of hospitals so they can help drive improvements to make sure that we can manage the crisis because this is an evolving situation. The way we work is going to be changing on an hourly and a daily basis. So we need as much insight from people on the front line so that we can put in into place lots of different things to help our staff moving forward. The platform is being given away for absolutely free to any hospital that wants it. I understand bandwidth is a huge issue for hospitals, so we can do all the integration process. Just two days ago, we onboarded a massive trust in London and it took us just two hours. And already the insights we're getting from staff is absolutely fascinating. And it's going to really help us to improve the efficiencies and allow them to treat more patients and hopefully treat patients in a more safe manner too. 
In order to learn more about this from me, just drop an email at info at medishout.co.uk. So that's I-N-F-O at medishout, which is spelled M-E-D-I-S-H-O-U-T dot co.uk or go to www.medishout.co.uk. My full name is Ash Kalraya, A-S-H-K-A-L-R-A-I-Y-A. You can find me on LinkedIn. Um, everyone stay safe. If we're able to help you, you know, it'd be a real honor for us. It's it's what my real passion is and take care. Thank you for that, Ash. Now, you don't have to be in primary care or respiratory to be making a difference right now. Startups in other sectors can help too. So on those lines, here is Open Medical talking about what they're doing to help. So I should start with some context about the current situation. During this week, many questions are being asked about how best to manage the expected increase in patient numbers and then also the side effects generated by any decision. As we understand it today, doctors are going to be taking patient assessments over the phone in many cases, working in new environments wherever their services are most required. So clinicians are asking, how can we effectively manage and share high volumes of patient data in these new circumstances? How do we identify the priorities? Since 2018, We've built cloud platforms for hospital departments to support the referral of patients through the healthcare system. We started with orthopaedic trauma, with digital virtual fracture clinics, and then in teledermatology for remote assessment of skin lesion referrals. Everyone in the founding team is a practicing clinician or allied healthcare professional. In the current emergency situation, we're now supplying a platform to meet the urgent need of documenting remote assessment and referring a patient to the next step in their treatment whether that is further therapy or a surgical procedure. We believe that a straightforward solution that's easy to use with ready deployment is the best way we can help. It is simply a website that doctors access on a smartphone or tablet device, connected to the spine and any existing electronic patient record with all data stored on UK cloud servers. We train healthcare staff remotely on Zoom or Skype in 10 minute sessions. Open Medical manages over 50,000 patient referrals per month in the NHS. Please get in touch if we can help your hospital ward or department. Info at openmedical.co.uk. Thank you. So there we go, guys. If you want to listen to a partnership story in a bit more detail, you can check out last week's episode. I had Q Doctor and eConsult on to chat about how they came together during the COVID-19 pandemic to scale up telemedicine and remote triage. You can also hear me chatting on the latest episode of the Machine Learning in Healthcare podcast by Skin Analytics, and that's about how different startups in different fields can help too, so I'll put the link to that in the show notes as well. And please, please, please keep sending me information on how you are helping if you're a health tech startup or indeed you're on the front line and you're looking towards new technology to solve a problem. I'll do my best, I'll continue to do my best to match up people, companies, providers and obviously showcase what I can on this podcast too. So please do keep those audio clips coming and as I say, if I don't use those audio clips, I am sorry, (laughs) I can't get to everything but by all means uh, transcribe it as a blog, chop it up for your socials and make make use of it so that people that need to hear your message definitely hear it. And uh, if I've mentioned you before, send me an update. Um, I'm always looking to follow these things through and see what's actually helping down on the front line. If you've never been in touch, please get in touch. I do not discriminate for people that I've worked with before. And if you have found something useful on this podcast or indeed one of the links or indeed from a previous episode that might be helping right now, it'd be great to get that feedback too. So 
just want to close out by saying you know huge thank you to all those on the front line that are doing their bit right now and let's all do our best to keep them and ourselves safe in this time so thank you so much to everybody